Here's a way to make the crucial semiconductor industry truly great again. Cut off government subsidies. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Back in 2022, Congress enacted the Chips and Science Act that authorized $52 billion in subsidies for the semiconductor industry. The fear was that America was losing its mojo in this crucial area. China was eating our lunch, advocates cried. Only massive government help would save the day by making sure more chips would be made here in America rather than overseas. It was hysteria. The idea that rather than relying on traditional American private enterprise, entrepreneurship, and creativity, we should instead imitate Beijing by having the government deeply and directly involved in manufacturing chips as well as in research and development was preposterous. Turns out, China so far has been no great shakes in this whole area. Nonetheless, much of the industry couldn't risk the lure of seemingly free money. They successfully backed the legislation. The Commerce Department was put in charge of handling this obscenely sized boondoggle. No surprise, the pace of progress has been sluggish. It has taken more than a year to set up a specific office to manage this program. Only now is Washington getting around to awarding serious amounts of funds to several major players after months of negotiations. Secretary of Commerce Gina Raimondo recently revealed that semiconductor companies have already requested almost twice as much money in subsidies from the government than the funds currently on hand. Can it really be a surprise that supplicants are going to ask for the moon? She hinted Uncle Sam may well have to get more funding for subsidies because the demand for chips will be far bigger than anticipated thanks to artificial intelligence. She declared, quote, I suspect there'll have to be, whether you call it chips too or something else, continued investment if we want to lead the world, end quote. So, greater demand means we need more government help? Only in Washington could you get away with logic like that. True, semiconductor facilities require immense amounts of capital, but with future prospects so bright, the money can be raised without picking taxpayers' pockets. Cutting tax rates, as well as rapid deductions for capital outlays and research and development, would help here and elsewhere in the economy. The real problems for semiconductor companies and countless other enterprises are mind-boggling government permitting rules. Federal environmental reviews can take several years. Uncle Sam's subsidies don't come without political price, ranging from hiring practices and union-dictated work rules to awarding subcontractors to favored suppliers. Government picking winners and losers guarantees eventual stagnation. Then there's the huge problem of the lack of skilled workers. Already around 40% of semiconductor engineering jobs in the U.S. are filled by the foreign-born. In other words, we need serious immigration reform. So, junk the subsidies and pursue serious changes that play to our formidable strengths. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again.